There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are talking to some other brave women now because if you are like one of the hundreds of thousands of millions of people who put public speaking and performing at the top of their scariest list... Think about how it must feel to do that when it's comedy, being funny on demand, uh, particularly when, of course, there is the reputation that women are just not funny. Uh, two women, however, who are out to challenge that are Katie Poulter and Francesca Marie Claire, founders and producers at Masked Pony Productions, which is a female-focused TV production company creating comedy content for women. Hello, ladies. Thanks for joining Hi. us. Hi. <laughs> Uh, so, Francesca, let me start with you. Uh, it's a TV production company, but the tagline, which I love, is we don't hate men. <laughs> Why would anyone think that you did? Um, we don't hate most men. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think we were trying to think of a, a sort of a catchy thing for our a, a sort of title for our YouTube channel. Um, and we were, you know, we were doing lots of networking events and speaking to lots of people about what we wanted to do, a female focused production company. And we noticed that when we did that, we kind of when we we're chatting to men, they kind of glazed over a little bit. So we'd find ourselves saying, oh, um, we don't hate men. And then we thought, you know what, that would be a really great name for our channel. So we decided to call our YouTube channel. We don't hate men. And <laughs> um, you create comedy content. Where do we start when it comes to creating comedy? How do you know if something is funny, Katie? Um, I think we start for ourselves, really. What make? I mean, if something makes us laugh, we not, that's normally where we start. We go, okay, there's something in that. We've got to run with that and, and do something with that, really. it's uh, Yeah, so that anything that we do, we suddenly think, actually, yeah, there's something funny in that. And is it different creating comedy for women? Do, do you kind of say, oh, actually, we're, we're going to be funny for women, or is it? just about being funny generally so we, we we kind of read this like statistic about how lots of um content on tv and things are aimed at men because often um women are more likely to sit with a man to watch something that they don't want to watch um compared to if a man if a woman's watching something they want to watch the man will go do something else so a lot of um tv can often be geared towards men that's just something that we read and we thought oh okay well we want to, to make stuff actually specifically for women so we started thinking okay well what let's what can we make that's geared for ladies but then we actually started making the content and putting it out there and then looking at the statistics and it came back that we was having like our audience was like 50 percent male so we thought that was really interesting. We were making stuff that we thought was specifically aimed at women, but yet um, the men seemed to be really loving it as well, which was great. 
Because we don't hate men. (laughs) Win-win. Nat. What's the underpinning of being funny and making comedy? Because there are some people that could just be saying, telling you what they had for breakfast and you are in stitches. (laughs) And there are other people that are telling a joke and you're just like, well, I'm just like, I don't don't get it. (laughs) So what is funny? What is comedy? I mean, that's so subjective as well, isn't it, really? I think um, different things make different people laugh. And there's so many things that I think, I don't understand why people enjoy that or why they like it. But then actually other people will rave about it to me. So I think it's a subjective. But then also I do think that some people have just funny bones and they can just say anything and it will make you laugh. I, I was uh, watching your YouTube channel today and I just was really impressed by the, the content as well on YouTube because it, it was really like high level production, like yeah. could easily be a TV <laughs> series now if you're listening any TV. <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to know was where did you get your inspiration from your characters? Because the other thing that I loved was the diversity of all the actors in, in your um in the content that you created but and the different characters and the, it was just very now and I just wonder where did you get your where do you get your inspiration from well in terms of like the diversity we just kind of we wrote the people that we know like as in you know we come from London it's you know completely mixed it's it's our neighbours it's our you know the, the, our, our best friends it's yeah so that's that's kind of we just wrote what we knew and I, I feel like TV doesn't always show our reality so that's what we wanted to do we wanted to show the people that we know and the things that we find funny I think as also with um, uh, Lauren Disorder we originally um, we just decided to kind of colorblind cast it as well so we were writing these characters that we thought were hilarious and that made us laugh and we had very fixed ideals on their personalities um, but then we decided to kind of uh, yeah colorblind cast them and what, it just what do you mean by colorblind cast them then so what? we so they're not written to be any race okay. so it's not like you know often you can get in casting breakdowns that this is a white woman or this is a black man or you know however in the casting breakdowns and we decided that a lot of it would just be colorblind and mm-hmm. we would just go with whoever was right for the part and it literally just so happens that it was a, it was a great diverse mix of people wow because they say that there's a lot of films that come out and they're like actually you can just put a woman in that, doing that character and the film would just be just as good so you don't necessarily have to like typecast yeah. if not better <laughs> obviously yeah. um, I'm gonna we're gonna play a little clip of your TV pilot Lauren Disorder in a minute uh, but before we do you won the Edinburgh International TV Festival test card award for it what was it like to achieve that were you thrilled Oh, that was incredible. And they've been really supportive. Um, They're supporting our next project as well. Um, And also alongside that part of our prize is from the farm group who are going to be doing all the post-production on our latest short film, which we're making next week, actually, which is a dark comedy horror called As Clean As You Like. Um, so, they've, yeah. so they've just been um, really, really incredible. We're actually trying to raise funds for that at the moment. So we've got like an Indiegogo page. Um, so if there's any investors out there. Do you want to give us the give us the website, the address? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's just if you go onto Indiegogo and look for Clean As You Like, that will uh, that will pop up. <laughs> Thank you for that cheeky little plug Over there. Plug. Um, but the Edinburgh TV Festival as well was just like an amazing whirlwind for us because we were a little bit like uh, rabbits caught in headlights we kind of rocked up um, as these kind of newbies and then suddenly all these channels were there and all these people and we were just a bit like wowed by it by it all but it it was the most amazing experience for us do you think what do you think was the best thing you got out of it was it the exposure is it the help what's been 
what's going to drive you the furthest? Networks. <sighs> yeah, networking. It is always, I mean, that's always the way, you know, they say, it's, well, actually, and um, there's a really inspirational person who um, I find Frankie's worked with a lot called Ricky Beadle Blair. And, and he always says it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Um, and that's really important. And I think that's kind of what we got from it, really. All the, the great people that we met that now actually people that we're starting to work with and stuff. That's just, you can't, it's money what money can't buy, really. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to keep chatting to Katie and Francesca from Mars Pony Productions after the break. And we'll also hang around because we're going to play a little clip of their award winning, ladies, congratulations, <laughs> award winning TV pilot, Law and Disorder. That is going to come up next here on Badass Women's Hour XL. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL. I'm Harriet Minter. We've got Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton here. And we are joined this week by Katie Poulter and Francesca Marie Claire, founders and producers at Masked Pony Productions, a female-focused comedy production company. We love it. Um, just before the break, I said we were going to have a little clip. Um, now, ladies, I have been told there's quite a few swear words in it, so we've had to clip it quite dramatically. Um, but we've got the best we can. This is a clip from the TV pilot, Law and Disorder, which won the Edinburgh International TV Festival's Test Card Award. Here it is. Just answer the bloody phone! Hello? It's Dee. Oh, say I said hello. Hey, and me. Tell her I said hello. Say we said hello. Yeah, but me, me first. Me, 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 me. Dee, stop calling me at work. You have to let me move in. I can't take another minute in that hippie flat share hellhole! Alright, calm down. <laughs> Sorry. It's very upsetting. I am literally living foot and mouth. Hand to mouth. Annette! So, what's the deal with Danny's mate Leon? Tell him one should have D, it'll hurt to pee. Uh, that was a clip from <laughs> Law and Disorder from Mars Pony Productions. Lady, tell us a little bit about what was going on there. Yeah. Well, the story so far. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Law and Disorder is about a um, plainclothes police, 
officer called Laura who has to go undercover <laughs> at her local playgroup Amazing. with her man-hungry sex fiend sister Dee <laughs> as a lesbian couple to solve a girl bullying robbery. As you do. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> all the time at the Met. The age-old story. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of came up with that concept. We thought it was silly and ridiculous and uh, we loved all the different dynamics that were involved in it. And to be honest, it kind of just really uh, spiraled. The more we wrote it, the more we just thought, oh, and this could happen, this could happen. And, and it was, yeah, it was really fun. So we thought, let's write a pi- the pilot, um, as is the way. We self-financed everything and did it ourselves and uh, then tried to punt it about. So, so when I said earlier about you being, uh, what do you, do you get your inspiration? You were like, oh, yeah, you know, just from like life. That like, <laughs> your plot that you just gave me, <laughs> like, you just like drunk on tequila and they were like, I've got a good idea. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this one night. Um, actually, no, well, the, the original inspiration for that was that we, again, we were trying to write something that we thought, oh, actually, well, let's write something about mums. I know there's Motherland is out now and, and at that time there wasn't anything kind of specifically aimed at mums. So we thought, let's write something, um, you know, created in a play group. Um, not thinking, oh, it would be a nightmare to film something in a playgroup. <laughs> we didn't even think about that. Um, and we thought that would be great. And it kind of spiralled from there. Love Controversially, it. a lot of my mum friends didn't enjoy Motherland because they felt it made them look too boring. So I'm going to point them in your direction. Uh, now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you, so you sort of said we had an idea for a script and we went and made a TV pilot. But for anyone mm. sitting at home listening to this, who's thinking got a really great idea for a tv show or anyone sitting in this room thinking i've got a really great idea for a tv show like me um, <laughs> where do you start what is the process francesca um i don't think there is like un- an, any like one process um I, I don't know how you know how you how you would work but i think sometimes it's good to maybe get some actors in the room and improv some stuff um I also think, you know, just get it all down on the page and then you can kind of start to edit it. Um, I think, the tr- even though it's comedy, I think um, a really great story is so vital to a great script. And also, um, yeah, I say... But back up, back really up. Fun. So you, you do the script first, so you start the writing mm-hmm. and that possibly or doesn't happen over tequila. You go from... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have had lots of lots kind of, of meetings, of including lots of red wine. There we go. So you go from that stage and then you think, okay, let's just improv this out. Let's just give it a try. Because I'm guessing hearing someone say something and the timing is different to actually it being on a page. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think everyone works differently. But I'd say with, with me and uh, Katie, I mean, how we originally met, we... Uh, we did like a, a mockumentary web series together and a lot of our comedy we found just by improvising a scene. Okay. So I think we did that a little bit with the sister scenes, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We kind of got together and just improvised some stuff and see what kind of magic can come out of that. Um, but in terms of writing with, with Jill, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to talk through that yeah. process. Yeah, I mean... Um I wasn't sure if you meant kind of also the production side mm-hmm. of things because I yeah. think um, that was the first thing that we produced and... Um, we was uh, very naive, I think, and I think that was actually on our side. So the naivety of uh, I'm going to produce a pilot, um, I think, was a great thing because we didn't really know what we were letting ourselves in for. And we just mm-hmm. kind of went with it and it totally escalated. And when we got this kind of kit van full of 
kit that was worth two hundred fifty thousand pounds, and then also about twenty people rocked up, and and I thought, oh my god, what have I done and what have I created? <laughs> um, but that was fantastic because we were just going with it, and uh, and I think that's almost sometimes the best way to go. And so, what do you do when you know, a kit van with a quarter of a million quid's worth of kit and twenty people turn up? How, you make something. What do you do with it then? Where does it go? Um, then you just like really hope that luck is on your side and you try to get as many people to see it as possible. We did um, a premiere in London at a cinema um, and invited lots of people along. I mean, it's, it's that classic version of, you know, you, you send out probably could have sent out you know, a thousand emails, but we got, um, you know, 20 really good people to come. Obviously, some lo- other lovely yeah. friends and family, but 20 <laughs> kind of VIPs, as it were, to come. And so that was like a, a massive deal for us. And yeah, just get as many people to see it as possible. Amazing. Emma. How did you two get, th- um, get to the point where you felt okay about putting your own stuff out because I feel like it takes quite a lot of bravery it's one thing to have an idea to sit there with a load of red wine and come up with some like (laughs) crazy idea it's quite another to make that happen Mm. and put it out there um like how did you find that challenging or were you just keen to get your your content out there oh that is a tough one because yeah I know exactly what you mean like even now I'm like oh I hope you know I hope people like it but actually at the end of the day you have to be true to yourself and if you love it you know someone else is going to love it and yeah I think you just the more you do it the more you believe in yourself and the more you want to create more stuff as well so yeah I, don't yeah, know if you I think I mean anxiety within the creative industry is huge and I, I know that most people that I know that are creatives do suffer from anxiety and and I know that we always have an element of that as well but you do just have to it's almost like you can't help yourself you have to do it so you just have to run with the anxiety as well and just hope that people like it what's the big ambition here so you're in the process of um, creating another production but where would you like to see your content ultimately end up I mean I we we would really really love to have our own tv show I mean (laughs) that's the dream I think for somebody uh to pick up um law and disorder I mean unfortunately we we have had a lot of people who are fantastic people to see law and disorder have seen it and they very much say oh well we've already got motherland so uh there can only be one series for mums on tv at one any one time does it have to be tv though so so Netflix or you know the online distributors Amazon Prime yeah I mean Netflix is fantastic and it is totally changing the way that everything works now which is just absolutely amazing we actually have the possibility of uh, the short film that we're making um it's got Amazon Prime interest already so that's a possibility for us and we'd love to make that into a series as well so it's actually about um two girls who um they are looking for love but they can't help but kill men in need of in need of a clean (laughs) (laughs) which is just doing the world a favor really isn't yeah. it so uh, it. so, so it's it, we like it we think it's uh dexter meets fleabag yeah so. yeah, yeah. I, I see that i see that but all your stuff is good to go this is the thing mm. the production quality the writing quality if you were a distributor you don't have to do anything you've got a load of content there it's just good to go but the, prob- to but, sell you. but the problem is is that that whole thing of there can only be one mm. and so before you've even walked through the door they've put you in a box mm-hmm, of yeah. well they're going to be like this mm-hmm. um and so it's getting people to move themselves out of their own boxes to realize actually this content appeals to so many people um and that it will make the money because all of this comes down to the bottom line at the end of the mm-hmm. day yeah um, you talked about you know, the idea that there can only be one show for mothers, there can only be one female comedy duo at any one time. Do you think the same is true for men? Mm. 
and why is it that we always think there can only be I particularly when I look at comedy lineups when you go to a comedy show there's always one woman on the lineup and they go there we go chick job done mm. yeah what when is that going to change I think that it I mean it is changing to a degree as in more people are talking about it and there does seem to be an active uh, people actively trying to do things but I actually wish I had the statistic right now but there is there is a statistic of like prime time um, sitcoms that went out there was um, I mean of all, of all the sitcoms that were going out at something like 8 p.m. there was um, only there wasn't any written by women I think yeah. was was there was a statistic that went out and it was just like shocking because you feel like so much change is being made but actually sometimes when you look at it I don't know if it always necessarily is but yeah, it's always the panel shows the comedy panel shows always just mm. seem to have a token girl on there but I, I was thinking to myself what would a what would a comedy panel show be like if it was created by women and led by women like I just wonder what mm. the differences might be in terms of the comedy I don't know I don't know mm. funnier <laughs> put, it on, put it on your YouTube channel. Basically, so yeah. you've used YouTube as kind of your distribution point right now. What, what's that been like? How has it worked for you? People sort of seem to feel that you can put some content up on YouTube and be a millionaire the next mm. day. How have you built your audience on it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, th I think it's tough. Um, but I just... I don't know, I think we just chose YouTube because it's accessible for everybody. We just, we were kind of sick of maybe just like plugging our stuff, you know, just sending it out. We wanted everybody to access it and we wanted um, all the women to access it, all the mothers as well, because um, our first series was dedicated to mums. So um, like literally made three short films back to back that were um, all aimed at mum audiences. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 still tough, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's not it's not the end game, but it's a platform. And I mean, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I I even enjoy the abuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Every now and then we, because we put out, and you never know what's going to catch on and what's yeah. going to go viral. There is no such thing, you know, knowing you knowingly making a viral video. Um, but every now and then we make something that does catch on and does, and that's really that video is what really builds your audience, really. And like we made one um, about Gordon Ramsay on um, on cocaine, and uh, that kind of really seemed to spread. Like, like wildfire but it did uh, also uh, attract the attention of um, some interesting people as well who you know wrote some very interesting comments <laughs> but how, how do you deal with that how do you deal with the trolls <laughs> we, we just write really funny comments that make us <laughs> laugh back yeah, um, we troll them back yeah we troll them back quite badly so we we think we're hilarious and then we look back on our comments and still laugh <laughs> like that's hilarious i can't believe we wrote that <laughs> picking ourselves up and then hoping that they got really wound up by it and, and also just talking about um just talking about youtube it's really interesting that you mentioned the gordon ramsay sketch because that's probably our most popular it's been I haven't even checked recently but it's been shared so many times um, and stuff that we spent a lot of money on hasn't got you know <laughs> half as many hits so that's really interesting as well so you learn a lot from having a YouTube channel as well yeah. um, about what audience is like. Do you have an agent do you have people repping you and pushing you out there? Well, at the moment, we're actually looking for um, a writing agent to okay. represent us because I kind of feel like we're at that stage now where we, we need to be represented because we are in talks with mm. um, some production companies with some of our scripts. We've, we've kind of pitched um, another sitcom to a production company. So we do need um, a writing agent. But in terms of acting, we've both got our own separate acting agents. Can I pitch an idea? 
Yeah. Uh, a radio show. Yeah. What, what happens behind the scenes? A radio show oh, in the new, oh, in the yeah. newsroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You know, just putting it out there. Oh no, it's Drop the Dead Donkey. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, ladies, I have to ask you, where did the name Masked Pony Productions come from? <laughs> we, yeah, we actually, this is probably not an exciting uh, story, unfortunately. We just put a thing out on Facebook for all our friends and family to win a prize if they could, if they could name the best name for our production company and we had some really really fantastic puns come in there didn't we and things and we just saw this and we thought oh we think this is great because we just think it's a bit fierce being a pony uh, with a mask we just, every now and then when we kind of need cheering up we just kind of go to each other just thinking we're hilarious to each other but we, as long as we make ourselves laugh you know and you obviously you're great friends you work together how do you manage that friendship work balance Oh, well. wow. To be honest with you, we haven't really had much time for friendship recently. <laughs> so it is more kind of on the, yeah, but I don't know, we have fun. We have fun when we work together, yeah. even though it is massively stressful. Um, we have loads of fun, but it is, yeah, it's tough as well. Yeah. Isn't it? And if people want to see some more from you, have a look at your YouTube channel, where can they find you? Give us all the details. Cool. So we are on YouTube. Um, just search uh, for We Don't Hate Men and subscribe. We need some subscribers. Yes, um, please do. Yeah. yeah. And we're also on Instagram at Mask Pony. Is it Mask Pony? Yeah, Mask Pony. And, and on Twitter, we are at Mask Pony, Mas Pony as well. Yeah. <laughs> Quite easy. Fabulous. We Don't Hate Men on YouTube. Go look it up. They are very, very funny. Uh, coming up, we are going to be talking about autism in women um, and also. Uh, we uh, did you know that more women are out, uh, women out of work is at the record lowest level that's what I'm telling you record lowest level find out why here on talk radio next a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 